Hello, I'm Anita and welcome to our Pacecast. This is the podcast that gives you the inside scoop on what it's really like to work in the creative comms industry. We're going to be bringing you the honest accounts of the wonderful, sometimes even weird, things that we get up to on a daily basis here at Pace. Every month I'll be chatting with members of the Pace team and we'll also be inviting some other special guests to join us. We'll be discussing the good, the bad and the ugly of what it takes to create some top-notch content. So, let's get started. Ho, ho, ho and a very warm welcome to our December Pacecast. It's the last one of the year which is, is very hard to believe that it's December already but here we are and as it's December obviously we're going to be talking all things Christmas. I'm joined by Lisa our senior designer and Catherine from our client services team as a client manager. Hello girls. Hello. Good to see you and I'm very much appreciating your Santa hats. Getting into the Christmas spirit. You know. (laughs) We're recording this at the beginning of December so we're trying to get into um, the Christmas spirit. Sorry for the pinging in the background. They're not sleigh bells. He's not here yet. Um, so let's just have a quick chat then about Christmas traditions. Anything special happening in your houses or that you do every year without fail? Catherine? Um, so one tradition that I've created for myself, which I find hilarious, is that for the last 12 years, I've bought my dad the Cliff Richard calendar for the following year and he absolutely hates it (laughs) absolutely hates it but I find it hilarious and make sure at some point during Christmas day he gets a copy of that calendar see I cannot believe I I suppose there is a calendar for literally everything but there is a Cliff Richard calendar and apparently it is one of the best selling calendars that there is and I can't tell you how awesomely cheesy the pictures are. <laughs> it's it's so good. I literally, if it was a family calendar, I would have it for myself. <laughs> That's what it needs to do now, family calendar. So why is this not a family calendar? I'm intrigued now as to why it's not. Um, as in like a plan, like a family planner calendar. Like oh, I totally, I, I thought, thought you meant it was an adult, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, what, risky cliff, no. Yeah. Um, no, I absolutely love oh, it. God, no, we're getting all this vision. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, bizarre, but Take yeah. <laughs> Lisa, uh, well, my tradition is every year I always watch Muppet Christmas Carol without fail, um, and that started because when I was young, um, my dad had a colleague who unfortunately split up with his wife um, just before Christmas, so he didn't have anywhere to stay. So we took him in over Christmas and he bought me and my sister um, the Muppet Christmas Carol video and it um, sort of stuck with me because the fact that we had been kind to this man and took him in and the film is all about Christmas kindness so it just stuck with me for the rest of my life. <laughs> Practice what you, the video was preaching. Exactly. <laughs> um, so very similar actually, a tradition in our house is that the four of us, me, my husband and the two girls, we always sit down and watch Home Alone. Um, without fail every Christmas the original Home Alone has to be said which is, uh, we think is the best one so even though obviously we know what's going to happen we still laugh out loud at all the uh, the comic sketches which mm-hmm. yeah it's our favourite movie at Christmas it's so time. good mm-hmm. so my six year old watched it for the first year this year oh loved it yeah. yeah yeah. I mean Home Alone 2 is pretty good as well when he's in New York um, but then it lost its way a bit didn't they really yeah. I think when yeah. Macaulay Culkin was in there yeah, yeah. It's not, it wasn't the same mm-hmm. it wasn't the same was Joe Pesci in 
the other guy in it? The I don't think they one. were in it. No, oh. no. I did Apparently, actually try and start watching it once, and I thought, oh god, this isn't this isn't right. No. There was a bit he'd said Joe Pesci recently that um, he actually did sustain severe burns oh, from did like, he? probably you know where he gets the blowtorch oh, to the head. head. It yeah. is quite a brutal film when you think it about is. it. I, I think yeah. today it might not be made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, still very funny though. Still very so funny. good. But it just reminds me of talking about Macaulay Culkin. There's something on um, when he turned, it must have been when he turned 40, just um, two or three years ago, when he put on social media that he was his, he turned 40, and he put a line on there, something about how old do you all feel now? Because obviously we've all seen him as a young, cute <laughs> yeah. kid in yeah. Home Alone. But yeah, it, it is scary how old it is, the movie. So yeah. scary, but how, like, it's still absolute oh, classic. Classic, classic, yeah, yeah. I would like to, I, I'm also a fan of Love Actually, and we watch that every Christmas, but the girls think are still too young to, to encounter some of the scenes in Love Actually. You've never seen Love Actually? <gasps> seen Love Actually. <gasps> oh, Lisa! Oh, no. I really don't like rom-coms. <laughs> oh, Which is so very Christmassy of me. But. So, but you like Muppet Christmas Carol? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, the Muppets are weird. Well, I'll take Love Actually. How about I'll watch Love Actually this year, and you too? watch Muppet Christmas Carol because you told me before that you haven't seen it. That is true. So yeah. we'll do a swap. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we can't wait to sit down and watch all of them. And actually, on the subject of Christmas movies, there's a new one coming out, or it's probably out now, actually, on Apple TV with Will Farrell in. Um, I think it's called Spirited. Is that with Ryan Reynolds as yes. well? Yes. Yeah. And it's getting, it must be out because I've heard some reviews, brilliant reviews, so we're going to watch that. Oh, nice. Yes. I've not seen. I think it's a musical. I think, did they start singing in it or something? Yeah. Have you I seen it? I've not seen it, but I've seen an interview with the pair of them and um, that when they were singing, like recording the singing, they were looking at each other and Ryan Reynolds was just saying, he was really trying, he was just being completely put off by Will Ferrell because he'd just look at him and go, <laughs> oh, no, that's not how you do it. He just was like really nervous. That oh. oh, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, I've heard some good reviews about it. So yeah, that's one to look forward to this Christmas. Okay, so obviously we work in marketing, and we're clearly going to talk about our favourite Christmas ads, and maybe some other ads that we feel perhaps just didn't hit the mark. So favourite Christmas ad. Let's start with this year. There's been some good ones. Um, Catherine, do you want to go first? Your favourite. Um, hands down, it's the Asda one. On the subject of Will Ferrell? Yes, on the subject of Will Ferrell. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I love. I just loved everything about it. How they put the advert together, it all, they all looked really friendly, it was really happy, and how they cut it all together, I just thought it was awesome. Mm. And it was like really feel-good fun. Yeah, very mm -hmm. clever, very clever. Very brave, and um, I think I was reading about um, it, or heard some interview with the agency who'd done it, and. Um, credit to them because they um, obviously brainstormed the idea probably many months ago and they had the idea of approaching Will Ferrell about using the footage and I think their view was oh god he's never good they're never going to say yes we're never going to be able to do it but they thankfully did ask the question if you don't ask you don't get um, and they said yes so yeah good on them because yeah. I think it is a fantastic ad and it would be my favourite this year as well I do really like the John Lewis one uh, the beginner about the guy who's um Lend skateboard, yeah, um, and it highlights the fostering, the plight of young children, obviously, in the fostering. Um, but I think just because I think everyone is craving some light relief at the moment, I think the Asda one just hits hits the mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very so good. Mm -hmm. Lisa, I agree on both of those. I like those. I like the tear jerky ones, um, but because that's 
become to be like the expected mm. um for the ads the one that i really like um is the sky advert which starts off as if it's a john lewis sort of tearjerker advert um so a family are walking past an old man's house every day the little girl notices that he's um, potentially lonely and makes him some christmas presents and when she hands them over at his door he says what a load of crap <laughs> and that, that just really tickled me um if it had followed through how we expect it still would have been a good advert but yeah, then that at the yeah. end it was just it was yeah, it <laughs> that's was funny. funny yeah yeah <laughs> okay so they're the ones this year that we've that have stood out for us what about over the years can you remember any that have really hit home in terms of your favorite i like i mean i like the john lewis ones i do like they obviously they're historically the most anticipated one aren't they but I do like The Man on the Moon that one's a really really good one highlighting the loneliness and I like that they're using their platform for um, raising awareness yeah yeah that was you stole that one off me sorry I did that was was my favourite as well yeah Um, because I think the loneliness at Christmas I think it's just something that I feel really quite strongly about even though loneliness is an all year round problem it's not just Christmas and obviously it was exaggerated more um, during Covid and isolated people were feeling much more isolated then but yeah I think John Lewis obviously very good at story- telling stories very powerful um, very good at picking a very um, appropriate soundtrack which I think helps make the ad so compelling as well so I think to be honest though I think they've quite often don't get it quite right. I think there's been some John Lewis ones that mm. uh, haven't really just done it. When I think about the one, I don't know what year it was. When there was an alien, there was a. That's the one I was two, thinking yeah, of. That was a little bit. It befriended an odd, alien. Yeah. I thought, oh no, that's disappointing. Mm. Because I mean, the expectation now is so big for what's John Lewis going to do. They obviously spend millions and millions of pounds on their ad, a Christmas ad. So and they always have to go one better, don't they? So mm. I think um, I think they've done very well this year with the beginner, um, the one about the. Um, guy learn a skateboard but I think my favourite one other than that one would be the John um, the man on the moon I agree mm-hmm. uh, but there's been a few uh, it's been a bit disappointing mm-hmm. from John Lewis I'm talking what about you Lisa favourite ever uh, so I really like the Coca-Cola adverts um, holidays hold- are coming holidays are coming <laughs> <laughs> so when you hear that and see that you just know it's coming up to Christmas it's iconic um, it's an onslaught of colour and lights and Christmassy goodness. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you could actually go and see the Coca-Cola truck in Hull a few Christmases ago. I can't remember how long ago. Obviously pre-COVID and get your photograph taken. So it goes round, doesn't yeah. it, touring? The Coca- they have a tracker. Yeah. Do they have a tracker? You could track the truck. Uh, don't know. And so make track Santa. Santa. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, like that. Don't know. Don't like Coke. No, I don't drink Coke. <laughs> but good ad, good ad, yeah, good ad. All right then. So, what about the other side of the coin? Any Christmas ads that spring to mind that perhaps haven't quite hit the mark? Um, Tesco's this year um, have done an advert that's trying to hit home about um, cost of living crisis and um, how people are feeling the sting in that respect. And so it's called the Christmas Party, and it's done like a political campaign. Um, and the tone of voice is very sort of, we stand with you, we're all in this together. But there was some criticism because their CEO got a £3 million bonus last year. So they've come under fire a little bit, I think, for that. 
Catherine? Um, I'm not a massive fan of the Sainsbury's advert for this year. I just feel like it was... Which one's that one? The one with Alison Hammond. Oh, yeah. It's all about a Christmas pudding. But it's all very, like, grand and there's a lot going on. And it just just didn't really do anything. It was all a bit meh. Meh, yeah. (laughs) And I don't think she was maybe right for what they want, you know, for that part that she played. I just... it, It just didn't do anything. And I think it was just had a lot going on visually but there was no depth maybe to the yeah. to the um, ad yeah I've totally forgotten about that but I do think Sainsbury's did a very very good job it was a few years ago now where they had the um, from World War One where there was the Christmas Day truce and the um, guys were all playing football mm. and temporarily obviously stopped fighting and um, it was a Sainsbury's ad and I think the message was all around um, sharing so I think it was so, I mean, it was clearly a very moving, powerful bit of uh, footage, but I think it's very difficult to super, if you, if you just, when I think about ads that I don't think work, like I think about the ads where it's a, a Christmas dinner and you've got all the food, a good spread on the table, it might be a little Ado and Iceland, I can't remember the supermarkets are, little Iceland, um, M&S even maybe, I think they're just a bit, nah, so mm. what, it's just a, a, a table full of delicious, admittedly, looking food. Whereas the others that are really effective are the ones that are actually telling a story and have a message at the end of it. So I think talking about Sainsbury's and maybe not doing particularly well this year with their ad, I think that one from a few years ago was very powerful. Mm, yeah. Agreed. Very powerful. Yeah. It's when they get to the um, depth of what Christmas is really yes. about. That's when yeah. it works. Isn't and it? it evokes an emotion. Yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Whether it's um, laughter or something much, much more powerful makes you more emotional. Tear jerking. Yeah, you kind of know what you're going to get from a supermarket. On yeah, food. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get food. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I feel like most people, if you go to one supermarket for Christmas, you you stick with that your whole life. Yes, really. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. true though. Do you yeah. do you like flirt between different supermarkets? I don't no. know. No, I don't tend to. No. no. So yeah, so I suppose they're reinforcing their brands, building their brands. Yes, but. Then if they've got Buddy the Elf at local Asda, I will be going there <laughs> for my Christmas dinner. <laughs> yeah. On the subject of supermarkets, um, what are your thoughts on Kevin the Carrot and Aldi's persistent <laughs> storytelling about this carrot? Yes, I feel like the carrot has maybe had his day. I'm a little bit sick of him, although it does seem to have worked to carry the same theme on every year. Um, and obviously they've got all the merchandise and yes, things around it. We know it, about but that in this office. Yeah. <laughs> buys everything. But yeah, I did a bit of an eye roll this year when I saw that they were doing it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's uh, he's had legs, but maybe now. <laughs> no, more. Yeah. Yeah. no more. No more, no <laughs> more. Um, but it does actually remind me, we did, um, on the subject of Aldi and Kevin the Carrot, a few years ago we did our own version about a parsnip um, because we did a... A little animation for a community project, uh, uh, I think it's called Thrift Farm, and we came up with this little story about this parsnip who'd been neglected and uh, about vegetables not just being for Christmas but being for life. And uh, it got quite a lot of traction. People seem to be get, um, were quite fond of our little parsnip character. In the same way, I think people have grown a certain degree of fondness for Kevin the Carrot, although he may be laid to rest maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wait and see. <laughs> the parsnips are the forgotten veg, aren't they? I think they are anyway. Yeah. Like... You don't like them? Not really, no. I mean, I'll have one just for the sake of it, but I won't. Token gesture. Token gesture, yeah. <laughs> but they only come out at Christmas, don't they? Yeah, like sprouts. Yeah. 
Why is that? Because oh, they're not nice. Like they're I lovely. I like roasted yeah. pa- honey roast parsnips. No, not for me. I like sprouts as well. They don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what be your vegetable of choice then? Um, for Christmas. For Christmas. Broccoli. I, I, like, I love broccoli. Well, I love broccoli, but it just doesn't feel right. For Christmas. I, I, do you know what? One year for Christmas dinner, we went all out and we did everything like honey roast. Like the gravy was made amazingly. The meat was stuffed. Everything was like proper full on, and we were all ill. <laughs> we were all of us were ill. So then the year after, we just did roast <laughs> because we just like we just couldn't handle all the rich like so right, much yeah, rich food. Yeah, yeah. That we just went, oh no, not again. Can't do that. Well, let's be honest. It is only a roast dinner isn't it to be fair yeah with a bit of cranberry sauce tossed in mm-hmm. adam's my husband and he's from australia and he just doesn't get the whole fuss of a christmas he, he keeps saying it's just a roast and it's even less of a deal in our house because we don't eat meat so it's just like play <laughs> <quite> a bench <laughs> so would you have grown up with christmas barbecues yeah 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 christmas barbecues and salads and yeah I always wonder what their Christmas cards are like in Australia because they're still snow, snow, yeah, and cooling. Yeah, so they still have Christmas, Father Christmas or Santa as they call it. It's a bit more US Santa um, on a sleigh, and it's weird because you go around the streets, and obviously it's brilliant. Well, it's not always sunshine, but you know it's warm. It's their summer, and they'll be have the Christmas decorations in the garden, and it might be a a Father Christmas. You know those awful inflatables. Sorry, <laughs> if anyone's listening who's got an inflatable in the gang. Um, with a sleigh and all that, and it's 40 degrees. Oh, yeah. It's just, just weird. Strange. Yeah, weird. in my head, it just doesn't, Yeah, I can't see it. And you know how we, how, I don't know in your house, but the Christmas tree tends to be, tends to be the focal point, doesn't it? So it's quite big, yeah. and it takes up, it's the prominent thing in the room. Certainly at Adam's family's house, it's a little Christmas tree in the corner. They're almost like... <laughs> Just a forgotten little thing. That's not true because they still have the presents around the tree and everything, but it just, it's not the focal point because right. everyone's outside. Yeah, yeah. Enjoying oh, the weather. Yeah. And it's the start of their long Christmas holiday, uh, summer holiday. So you know how ours is in um, July and August? Their Christmas is the start of their long summer break. So they celebrate Christmas on Christmas Day with their families, which tends to be outside, barbecue and everything. And then most people tend to go away on holiday the next day. Right. So it's just less, it's just all, yeah. Literally the other way around. Mm. Anyway, so not here to talk about Australia Christmas. <laughs> but on that subject, um, that brings us to the end of our um, final pace cast of 2022. Um, I'd like to take this opportunity to wish all our listeners a very Merry Christmas. We hope you have a very special time with your friends and family. And you look, are looking forward to a hopefully a healthy and happy and successful 2023, which is scary to think we're already in 2023. Um, some exciting new developments here at Pace in terms of our Pace cast. We're putting a new format together for next year, so um, please look out for that. But um, we look forward to talking to you again soon. But in the meantime, it's bye from us. Bye. bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this month's Pace cast. Don't forget to follow or subscribe if you want to hear more from us. You can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and look out for our special Pacecast Bites for bonus insights from the people of Pace. Until next time, bye-bye for now.